Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. Today, Philip starts an ongoing series titled Mind Over Matter Rewiring Your Financial Attitude. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And if y'all heard, Steve revoiced the intro. Uh, st- you know, this was this was nice, Steve. Relax, Steve. Steve, after a, <laughs> after a, after a, a couple of old. <laughs> oh man! Uh, today we're. We're gonna go. We're gonna do a, a so many part series. I don't know how many it's gonna take. I don't know how long it's gonna take me to answer uh, each each question. But it's gonna be a series on excuses people have around changing their 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 mindset around money. Look, I got this little hair thing that I'm about to fix out right here uh, for the for the audience. There it is. Got it. Uh, this having hair thing is uh, is new to me. So I'm learning. I'm learning. But. This is brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us, where I'm writing my book, uh, or multiple books, in Investing in Innovation. Uh, check it out, WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. You only get access to the book archive if you're a subscriber. Um, so first excuse, and I'm doing this because there is, uh, you know, we, we always know more than we actually like apply uh, in knowledge. And the big reason of it is just our mental habits, right? Like our mental habits have a certain level of momentum. And I'll be covering this in the thing, but it has a certain level of momentum. And so this is a way to help illustrate that point and help you clear out the momentum of negative habits around money. So first one is I don't have the willpower to stick to a budget. Um, so... That I hear a lot, and typically I hear, um, uh, I hear that when when from people who are like uh, more naturally cr- creative, and or people who just have tried a budget and it didn't work. As a matter of fact, I hear that from most people. It's not really a, a type because uh, a budget is just like it's not fun, it's not sexy, it's not attractive to think about, um, and so. I'm a big believer in not doing what you don't feel like doing, right? Meaning, if you don't feel like doing it, then it requires what we call more willpower to accomplish it. And willpower is not like, is not resourceful energy, right? I think of energy in two ways. I think of easy energy and hard energy, right? Flow energy and energy that's going against the stream of how you feel. Right. And so while we can brute force our way into into doing whatever we need to do, it's easy to take the path of least resistance. So I'm I'm saying that to say if you don't have the willpower to stick to a budget, then it's time to just f- find the root cause of the feeling of making you feel that way and and work on it. So 
it's different for some people, but typically in general, if you don't have the willpower to stick to the budget, then a good a good practice is to just um, think about think about what you want financially, right? So I'm gonna go a little deeper. Typically, somebody who's not sticking to a budget, they're overspending, right? That's kind of the that's kind of the expression of why they want to stick to a budget. Because most people who are not overspending is is pointless to worry about a budget if you're not overspending, because you're not overspending. But if you're overspending, that means that there's some imbalance around how you feel about money, right? And and almost always, it's your desires are ahead of your ability to pay for those desires, M- meaning. Uh, um, you are not happy with where you are financially, right? That's the deeper level. The deeper level is you see where you want to go, and 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 you think that, uh, and you say, okay, I want to be able to do these things with my money. I want to be able to buy shoes whenever I want to. I want to be able to go out to eat and spend two hundred fifty dollars whenever I want to. That's going to make me feel good, right? And maybe in the moment it will. But the bigger issue is, well, how do I just feel good now about where I am, right? How do I look at my current financial situation and how do I feel good today about my money so that I don't feel the strong urge to have to get the feeling through through the expression of spending money, right? That's the bigger deal. If you can just learn to practice comforting yourself in the feeling of feeling good, then the urges that cause you to overspend are not going to take you over. Meaning, uh, uh, a practical example is, uh, I like to, there's a couple different ways, but I like to go back 10 years and say, how was I living 10 years ago? Right, And then and then try to project yourself today and go, oh man, we have a lot more than we had 10 years ago, right? And appreciate your current self from like 10 years ago, right? And or like just list of appreciation about, the abundance that you do have, and if you and if you can't get there and feel natural about it with your money, just think about abundance in general, abundance of friends, right? Abundance of relationships, abund- the the positive aspects of living in America, right? You live in a rich country, right? You live in um, uh, you live in a country where you have lots of freedom, right? Because money is like abundance and freedom. So so think about that. Think about freedom, right? Freedom is. Because I, I break money into abundance and freedom because from a, from a feeling standpoint, that's what it feels like. So then freedom, where am I free? Well, I'm free to like do what I want to do, right? Uh, that freedom is an energy you can live in to make yourself feel good. But I would, I would practice the feeling of what you're looking for, the money to do or the, the spending to do, and then like practice. That, that's journaling, meditation, list of appreciation. Think of it like if you're working a muscle to bench press or push-ups or sit-ups, you're working your muscles to get stronger so that you can more effortlessly pick up higher weight. Same thing with your mind. The the muscles of your mind are emotions, right? And most people just like practice emotions haphazardly based on like what's happening in front of them. They, they, they give emotions through reaction to life, right? Uh, versus Practice, and, and that's what causes an out of shape mind, right? Just like an out of shape body. If you don't shape your body through exercise, your body just like forms based on like what you eat, and and if you don't have any discretion around that, and you overeat to satisfy some deep seated need, then that's just not a picture that 
you you might be proud of. Um, so same thing with your mind is if you if you want to feel good, practice feeling good, and then you won't be reactionary to life. And the, and then the more practicing of you feeling good, the more you feel good, and then the more good things happen to you in life because right, positive, optimistic people tend to get their way in life. And so that was a long way to explain it, but that's the answer to that. Next excuse, I'm too busy. Oh, let me go backwards again on that one to, to wrap it up with a good bow tie or, or a good uh, bow to tie it up. Um, once you practice the feeling right over and over and over again, they'll get a point to where you feel the urge to uh, go out to spend money to meet the urge. But then you can meet the urge internally so you don't go out and overspend. And then you begin to see a surplus building in your account. And then budgeting becomes easy because people like to look at surpluses. I know I know me. I like to look at surpluses in my account. So budgeting becomes a lot funner when you're like counting money, right? Positive money, not negative money. And then that's how you mentally jujitsu your way into uh, loving to do budget and loving to look at your money because we love to look at money when it's there. We just don't like looking at it when it's not there. All right, number two, I'm too busy to focus on my finances, right? This is another similar issue where we like to look at things that looks beautiful. Like it's just a, like there's nobody in the world that doesn't like to appreciate beauty when they're in a good mood, right? Uh, uh, But everybody likes to appreciate beauty. And so when somebody's saying, I'm too focused to focus, I'm too busy to focus on my finances, a lot of times that's just a symptom of being overwhelmed, right? Uh, they are feeling like they're feeling out of control uh, internally, mentally. They don't have a lot of uh, clarity and or they just don't like what they look at when they look at their finances. And so this goes back to depending on, right, each person is different, but let's use a, a different mental thing. Let's say overwhelming, right? If somebody is overwhelmed, then cool. Like don't force yourself to look at your finances when you're feeling overwhelmed. Just understand, all right, this is a symptom of me being overwhelmed, and so let me take a step back and get myself uh, normally whelmed, whatever that means. Find, find, find mental clarity, right? Let me find some mental clarity. And so uh, that comes through multiple ways, but like meditation for all these things is a good go-to. So if you meditate for 15 minutes a day, Uh, every day, it's going to also help you practice like mental clarity, right? Because when you meditate, you begin to become aware of all the thoughts, you know, flopping around in there that's triggering automatic emotional responses from you and making you feel overwhelmed. And so over time, you begin to practice and you learn to not uh, give attention to every thought, not judge your thoughts, like let your thoughts be what they're going to be. Then you learn to just um, have your thoughts like live there and and you don't have to react to them. And then you learn to uh, appreciate the good thoughts and let the other thoughts do what they're going to do, right? And then that transfers to like real life because, right, people are just, people, environment, circumstances are just thoughts. They're just expressing thoughts. Like we walk around just expressing our thoughts, right? Um, thoughts are the early version of the expression, but that's what we end up doing. And so when, uh, so when things are feeling out of control or overwhelmed in your life, right? You're able to not overreact, right? You can maintain the peace and harmony that you maintain in meditation and you can say, all right, things are going to do what they're going to do. 
I don't have to give any energy to them. Let me prioritize and focus on what makes me feel good, right? And so it will become natural to focus on your finances because if that's important to you, right, you're going to feel good. Also, by getting yourself under control, you're going to stop doing the habits that if you if your finances are going negative, right, you'll you'll automatically begin to have those impulses lose power over you and you will begin to uh, learn to um, uh, follow the positive impulses, which ends up adding money to your account, which gravitates you more to wanting to look at and appreciate that beauty. So you get the clarity and then you get the beauty of your finances that makes you want to focus on them and make it a priority and and you become less of a slave uh, to your environment. You become a intentional wealth builder versus a reactionary wealth builder. And so that's uh, that's super important. We got time for one more. I've always been bad with money. It's just who I am. Uh, Michelle Obama wrote a book called Becoming. I haven't read it, but I've read a summary of it. And, I, and I, my, we have it at the house. And I'm going to read it. But the idea of it is all of us are just the equivalent of like I am, which is like a a neutral consciousness, right? We're just we're just neutral. Um, whatever we put after it is what we express if we believe in it. And so, our life experience gives us contrast that allows us to like add more to ourselves or uh, exclude things we don't like uh, that we are expressing by by ignoring it. Uh, but we're always becoming. Meaning, like it's it's not accurate to say this is how I am or this is how somebody is because each moment of life we're leaving, we're, we're experiencing a new experience that's giving us more data that's either adding or subtracting from who we are. And so so to say, that's just who I am. No, that's who you were. But the past is the past, right? You can only live in it now. There, There's no such thing as the future or the past as far as like how you can act because the past is just a memory, right? And the future is a possibility, right? The the only power is in the now, and so like right now, all that matters from your from 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 how you express life is what you believe right now in the now, right? So like, think of like the past as a ghost because I mean, from a mental standpoint, right? That's 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 a ghost. That's an old version of 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 who you are. It's it's if you went if you think back ten years ago, or even like think about it, it's easy when you look at a kid and you go. Or even look at your kids and you look at, especially if you got a kid that's similar to you, right? And you look at them and they do things that you wouldn't do today. It's the, it's the same consciousness, right? Meaning it's just the early evolution of yourself, uh, a, a better evolution of yourself because you're their foundation. But I'm just saying you can look at them and go, oh, okay, this is just how they're expressing right now based on like their life experience. I can't judge them now because they're going to mature like I did. And so same thing with yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Just say, hey, uh, you in the past, you were bad with money. Bad with money is just a, is just a uh, um, inability to feel good about money, right? And most of the time people continue to feel bad about money because they're looking at the past and reviewing old news, right? Just condense money into a feeling, which is freedom and abundance. Think about all the aspects of your life that contain freedom and abundance. Live in that, practice that through the methods I mentioned before. And then over time, you will change how you feel about money. And as you change how you feel about money, you'll begin to express different habits around money. And then you'll have better memories to 
look back on to help prompt you to be better at money, and it becomes easier and easier and easier about money, right? So um, hope this helps. This is some stuff that you may want to pause, go listen to. If you're listening to this and you're in a bad mood, you're probably not going to catch anything I just said. So like, go meditate, go run, go find some positive stuff to think about, and then come back and listen, and then you'll really hear what I was talking about. Hope this helps. Until next week, y'all enjoy yourself. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.